the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's look at Genesis 3, 4 to 6. You will see what I'm talking about is a very powerful description of what this attention-seeking is. Now, Genesis 3, 4 to 6. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. This is a conversation between Satan and Eve. So the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate it. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Wow. So a conversation between the serpent, Satan, and the woman, Eve, and the serpent says to the woman, no, what God said is not true. In fact, if you do this, your eyes will open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Wow, that's a different information, a different thing from what God said to her. So that caught our attention. And you see what she did. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she saw that the tree was good for food. That's attention. She listened to the devil and she turned to the tree, gave the tree or gave what Satan was saying, attention. And he says that it was pleasant to the eyes. What she saw was pleasant to the eyes, to her eyes. That's affection. And a tree desirable to make one wise. Wow, that's already changing her attitude. She was looking at it differently. No longer like something not to be touched. Before, it was, don't touch it. Now it's like, wow, this is, this, this is good. This is desirable. So she changed her attitude. She took off its fruit and ate. Wow, that's the action that the devil wanted. So I hope you see that. Verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that's attention, that it was pleasant to the eyes, that's affection, and a tree desirable to make one wise, her attitude changed towards the tree. She took of its fruit and she ate it. Amen. Don't forget this. Whoever can capture the mind of man captures his attention and captures his affection and changes his attitude and then changes his action. Beware. Satan wants your attention. He will give you his attention in order to gain yours. Don't give him your attention. Don't engage in discussion with him because he's going to win. Did you hear that? Don't discuss with him. He's very smart. He knows the scriptures. Huh? Jesus did not discuss with him. Huh? Did Jesus not discuss with him? Argue with him? What did Jesus do? What did he do? He just answered him back with the word of God. Basically, Jesus resisted him with the word of God. Answered him with the word of God. So don't reason with the devil. Resist him. Don't argue with the devil. Attack him. 
Don't discuss with the devil, denounce him. You do all of that. You resist him with the word of God. You attack him with the word of God. You denounce him with the word of God, not with your own words. Simply don't give the devil your attention. Don't give him your mind. Don't mind the devil. You get that? Don't mind the devil. Word of words, battle for the mind of man. If there is a fight over something, if there is a battle over something, that thing must be precious, don't you think? If there is a contention over something, a fight over something, that thing must be precious. The the mind of man is powerful and therefore precious. The mind of man is powerful and therefore precious. Just quickly, I want to say this. Uh, I wrote this in what some of the writings I put out during the week. I wrote about the heart of the minds of young children. God is very, very, you know, interested in the heart on the minds of young people. Why? Because their minds are what? Relatively what? Bare. You know, it's called what? Impressionable. You can write on it. You can write many things on it. Especially when they are really very little. You can write almost anything you want on it. And things are being written on their heart. As they grow up, all the experiences, all the words, all the things they see, all the things they hear, things are being written on their heart. So Jesus will say, let the children come to me because of these ones is the kingdom of God. These ones are easier to work with. And of course, the devil is also what? Very interested in the lives of the young ones because he also wants to do what? Catch them what? Younger. Catch them younger. Then you can make them anything you want to make them. It's really very important for those who are parents or for those who are going to be parents to give the best to your children when they are really young. Start very early. Give them the best environment to grow up in. A loving environment to grow up in. Very, very important. Give them the best education. Teach them the word of God. Expose them to good things. Because it's really what you expose them to that they're going to experience. And it's what they experience that they're going to express. Exposure determines what? Experience. And experience determines what? Expression. So, talking about the mind being a powerful organ, a powerful thing, and so precious. God knows this quite well. God knows that our mind is powerful and precious. Now, The children of Israel living in Egypt for many years, hundreds of years, and uh, they had established themselves, settled in there, and they were doing very, 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 very well. And they were not going to move because it was just, you know, very good. It was good for them, good to them. But they went there, what? Temporarily. They went there to stay temporarily, not to stay forever. So you can say they were Pilgrims, they were to just pass by. But now the place became their home because they were doing well. And they did not want to leave anymore. <laughs> Who wants to live in a, live a good place? Nah, nobody wants to leave. So when it was time for them to leave, God knew that they were not going to leave because their mind was settled, was set in that place. So what did God do to change their mind? God allowed them to suffer. He made the place uncomfortable. He didn't make the place uncomfortable. He allowed the Egyptians to make the place uncomfortable for them so that their mind would shift, so that they would think of 
oh, this is not our place. By the way, let's go. It was as if that was not working. So God did what? God sent Moses to them. And Moses came and said to them, I have seen your affliction. I have seen what is going on with you. Now I have come to deliver you. And I am going to take you to a good place. He didn't say a better place. I am going to take you to a good place. Because whatever God does is good. Did you hear that? Whatever God does is good, not better. Whatever God does is good, not better. Because whatever God does is not comparable to any other thing. It stands by itself. Whatever God does is unique. We are not better people. The Lord has just made us good. That's all. Amen. The Lord has made us good. We are not better people. Because it is the spirit that is in us. It is the spirit of holiness in us. That has set us apart. We are set apart. You are set apart. You can't be compared to any other person. You are unique. You are different. So God says, I'm going to take you to a good land. And God began to do what? Paint the picture. You know, give them the images. No, give them the words and the images of the place. A good land flowing with milk and honey. A land where you're going to do very well. You're going to be successful. No, a lot of things. There will be plenty of bread for you to eat and all of that. All of these to capture their mind. God wanted to capture their mind because their mind was already set in Egypt. They were not going to go anywhere. But God wanted to capture their mind, capture their attention, capture their affection, capture their attitude and change their action. The mind is a powerful thing. And a precious thing. So God who knows the complexity of their heart. Used all of those things to capture their mind. You know sometimes we don't want to leave or move or shift because what? Change is difficult. You know? Change is difficult. Nobody wants to change. So you are comfortable where you are. So you stay there. But God wants to take you to a higher place. He wants to take you to a better place. It's just like. You're not getting it. So what does God do? God makes the place uncomfortable for you so that you begin to think and begin to change your mind and say, oh, maybe I need to move. Amen. So God did all of that to change their mind. And it took a whole lot of it. A whole lot of it. In fact, the Lord had to work mightily even for them against the Egyptians all of it to change their mind. Now listen to this one. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. Again, God who knows the complexity and the inner workings of the mind of man. He made another move to address the mindset of, the, of his people. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest route to the promised land, God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Amen. You see what God did? God said, these people, <laughs> it's been difficult to even change their mind. Now, if they go out and they meet with troubles, they meet with resistance, they're going to do what? They're going to change their mind and go back to Egypt. So 
God didn't take them through a place where they will meet with battles. He took them through another way, a longer way, just to make sure that they don't face problems and change their minds. If I really took them through a place where they are locked in, also a place that turned out to be to the destruction of their enemy. Hallelujah. Very important that we go the way God wants us to go. Amen. Don't look for the shortest way. Did you hear that? Don't look for the shortest way or the easiest way. Look for the way that is the will of God. Look for the way of God. The way of God will always take you to the promised land. Will always take you to your destination, to where you're supposed to be. Do not go for the shortest. Do not go for the easiest. Go for the will of God. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.